everyone, and welcome to the Hoops Crew. It's the best sports podcast that you've never heard of. I'm Frank Severich, and you've probably never heard of me, but that is okay, because we have a fantastic show for you today. We are here to talk about the 1993 bobsled classic, Cool Runnings. Uh, we've got a great show for you today. Unfortunately, Chloe Michaela and Mary Catherine Curran could not be here today, but I am joined by two of my amazing co-hosts and an incredible special guest, someone we've wanted to have on the show for a long time. Uh, but before we get to that, I have to do a little bit of quick housekeeping here. I first, of course, need to give a shout out uh, to our international listeners, our listener in the United Kingdom, uh, good day, Governor, our listener in Poland. Uh, shout out to you as well. And I don't believe we have any listeners in Jamaica, but if we do, uh, a shout out to you as well. Thank you uh, for listening. Um, and of course, a shout out to sort of the honorary sixth co-host of the show. I'm referring, of course, to Oscar winner Michelle Yeoh. Uh, it's well established within the show's lore that Michelle Yeoh uh, is sort of our sixth co-host. Unfortunately, she could not be here today. Uh, we really thought she was going to be able to make it um, for Cool Runnings, but I think she will be here next week. Um, so you can tune back in uh, for that. So uh, without any further ado, let's just, let's get on into it. And let's welcome my first amazing co-host. Let us welcome Gregory Toomey. Hello, Greg. How are you? Hey Frank, this is the first time. I think this is one of the first times I'm the first person you. Yeah, how does it feel? Is it scary or? Um, Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But that's only because there's a demon above. (laughs) What? (laughs) Like a demon? I don't know. Like a dead, you know, exorcism of Emily Rose, Michael Rosenbaum. Um, Uh huh. What about it? Like that would be scary if there was like an exorcism happening in the office, and then you said and you introduced me first. I'd be like, the introduction's fine, but there's an exorcism right. happening right behind me. And because I introduced you first, you're worried that that's going to happen. Well, that that's the scary part. I see. I see. Right. Got it. Yes. Okay. Let's cut that out. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. We can cut it out. Um. Uh, is there an exorcism happening where you are right now? Uh, an exorcism of thoughts. Wow. Movie wow. Cool Runnings. Well, I'm excited to get into that with you. Uh, and speaking of cool, let's welcome the king of cool himself, Matt Spera. Cool. No. Hi, Matt. How you doing? Hey, Frank. Funny you should say that because I'm actually, my house is really warm right now, so I'm sweating a little bit, but I'm going to use that cool energy. I could go for some below 20 degree weather right now. You got some some, uh, Jamaican heat in the house right now, but you wish you were in Calgary. I could definitely go for a trip up to Calgary right now. You got to watch out for those wildfires. Calgary. Um, Yeah, that's true. Calgary looks beautiful in this movie, doesn't it? Uh, I feel like I mostly I, see like the the hotel and the bus. Yeah, exactly. Shoots. Yeah, I feel like a, we don't really get to know Calgary at all. Yeah. Do you have in your research, Frank? Do you have any idea like where this was shot? I think it was shot in Calgary. 
I can double check. Interesting. But that I wonder, is on the. Yeah, it was like it was shot the... in Calgary and Jamaica. Nice. So they, yeah. I mean, they probably had like the infrastructure from the Olympics there. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was like the real shoots and everything. But mm-hmm. but yeah, you didn't see a whole lot of the the skyline. I hear it's a beautiful city. Hmm. Hmm. Calgary is Canadian for beautiful city. Fun fact. Yeah. Uh, and and I know what Pedro stands for. Pedro is. Uh, is is uh, translates to beautiful podcast guest, uh, and let us welcome uh, the most beautiful podcast guest that we've ever had, Pedro Fajera. Hello, Pedro. How are you? Uh, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my God, we are so intro. Yeah. We're so thrilled to have you here, um, Pedro. Before we started the podcast, though, you came in with a pretty hot take about Lido pizza. Do you oh, want to yeah. yeah, we can we can dive right in. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, after you my friend. Sure. Yeah, I was having it the other day. On the box they have their slogan on there. Mm-hmm. Uh it says we don't cut corners. Mm-hmm. And that got me thinking because as everyone's aware, Lido pizza is in a rectangle. And they are the one pizza that I would say literally does cut corners mm-hmm. because they have corners in them. A, mm-hmm. a circular pizza does not. And uh we were kind of getting into the you know the nitty gritty of what that actually means, and if I'm wrong or it got it got pretty heated, I would it say. Did, yeah. um, Matt or Greg, do you want to offer a rebuttal here? I mean, look, if you think that they cut the corners out, you're wrong. Okay, and I'm, no, I'm not what you're saying no. You're saying they cut them into rectangles, which creates corners. They cut them into squares. Yeah, yeah. This sounds like a rectangle dysfunction, okay? Because (laughs) you don't understand what they mean by it. Well, but it's kind of like a dig at, you know, traditional circular pizza. Where are the corners in those? We don't cut corners, but neither does Domino's. Domino's doesn't cut any corners. Right. I still don't. So, Frank, when you say that Lido's cuts them into squares, are you talking about how the slices are squares? Yeah. Or do you mean the the whole pizza itself? No, 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 no. The slices. Okay, let me so ask you. Cut you the, like, horiz- you They're cut not it, cutting like, corners. They're cutting lines. They're I'm cutting. The, you're creating. The corner they're, happens. They're, and and yeah, like, we should say corners. They're creating corners. They're creating corners. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Lido, sure. Lido Pizza is a beloved pizza chain uh, in the DMV. centered in and around the DMV. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, you're, if you're a Brit, if you're Polish, you probably haven't had pizza on this level. So this may sound a little ridiculous, but it's actually really important and and relevant to the conversation we're going to be having. Absolutely, and, and most importantly, I'm with Greg. They don't they don't cut corners. They don't. They cut, they're not. They literally cut the corners. They do. They make them. What, what corners they are they cutting? Corners. They all the ninety uh, okay, degree. You, yeah. Yeah, the them. ninety degree corners are there. You can see them because they don't cut the corners off. Yeah, but what what so then you're talking about having like bagel bites then? You want them to cut? I don't understand your argument now. Yeah. I don't yeah. want them to do anything. I'm just saying, oh. you know, they say we never cut corners and I think that's fair to say they never do. You but could argue at, that I, but it's a dig at traditional pizzas. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I, but right. they don't I cut corners right. in but traditional it, pizza. It, it, I don't right. think there's a lot of competition in capitalism where it's like, well, let's not Let's not be so disrespectful to the other companies here. <laughs> right. sure. Sure. Give everyone sure. a fair Let's shot. Keep things on a le- an even playing field. Sure. To be fair, though, and this this is why I think it's a good slogan. 
to be fair, everything we're talking about, about other pizzas, other companies, that's all kind of like what you infer from what they're saying. What they're literally mm-hmm. saying is we don't cut corners. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, they're not saying Domino's right. cuts corners into their pizza. It's implied, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I think it's a good slogan for that reason. Even though you guys are right, they don't literally cut the corners off of these round pizzas, but you get a pizza delivered. It's in a square box. You open it up and there's that little white plastic filling in the corners where in Lido's that would be pizza. Sure. And and That's I fair. also, I would say too, that Lido's does not cut corners in terms of the quality of their pizza. Definitely they don't not. cut oh, no. qualities in, it, it, they don't cut corners in terms of uh, the, the, um, the sauce, the cheese, uh, the bake the that they do. Roche, Roche, Roche. The pan to dough roshio. The pan to dough roshio. Yeah. Their pepperoni, the pepperoni is always The individual on pepperoni on each, on each slice. Yes. And yeah. shout out, shout out to Mary Catherine Curran, because yes. God, if she were here, she'd be going ape shit. Oh, be going she... in. I don't know that anyone <laughs> loves Lido's more than mm-hmm. MC. So shout out mm-hmm. to you, MC. I might have to get some Lido's. So. Yeah, I think we might I have had some last night. This is... The... Wow. Yeah. So you guys are keep saying Lido's. Last well, there's two. But it's, yeah. yeah, right. Yes. There's yeah. Lido versus Lido's. No, yeah. but it's the same. It's the same. Yeah. Is it the same? It's the same style. So it is the, the same style. Yeah, go ahead. make a difference. Interesting. MC is just MC's, like wants to MC, get in there so bad. Okay, the thing is, I think it was like a brother yes. thing. And one yes. of them like took it and made it into a franchise. And the other one kept it. So if you yes. see Lido, those are more like, those are the ones that, that you'll see a bunch of. Yes. Lido's is like, you're going after a basketball. You played in a little league basketball mm. game. In college Not park. League and you game. need to get some pizza with the fam and maybe a few players from the team. You're going to Lido's. Yeah. Got it. Lido's is in college park. The location on uh, 193 in Adelphi. That was the OG mm. location, and then they moved oh, that to out. next to Cornerstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess yeah. that covers it. Yeah. yeah. So thanks for coming on the show, Pedro. Uh, it's been a really good episode. <laughs> really glad yeah, to thanks have for, you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, no, no, no. I'm just kidding, of course, because we got to talk about a classic sports movie, Cool Runnings, uh, Matt. Spare a cool no. Why don't you uh, just go ahead and give us sort of the baseline facts on the ground about this movie? Ooh, man, this this is a special one. Uh, so Cool Runnings came out in October of 1993, uh, directed by a gentleman named John Turtle Taub. Screenplay credit shared by Lynn Seifert, Tommy Swerdlow, and Michael Goldberg. Uh, uh, there's kind of five big stars in this movie, the four Jamaican bobsledders and their coach. Um, the leader of the team is played by Leon, and that is uh, Doris Bannock. Dougie Doug uh, is Sanka. He's kind of the comic He's the funny the one. He's great. Yeah. yeah. He is the funny one. Raldi Lewis plays Junior, and Malik Yoba plays Yul Brenner. And then... Memorably, John Candy as their coach, Irving Blitzer. Um, <clears throat> as far as this movie, if you haven't seen it before, and God, I hope you have, because it's a good one. It's about this team of four Jamaican athletes who kind of come together based on various uh, failures. Doris, 
the kind of main character, he in particular, is trying to make the Olympics as a sprinter, but falls during the qualifier that happens in Jamaica. So these four guys end up coming together. And I don't deciding know if he falls to... is the right way. He gets tripped. That's fair. Mm-hmm. As so much is tripped. And there's actually two of the other characters, Junior yeah. and Yul Brenner, mm-hmm. are a part of that. Junior in particular is the one who kind of um, falls. Makes it happen. He's he's yeah. a little bit of a of a fuck up. Yeah. So hey, Yul Brenner's pissed off. That's not what I see when I look at him. <laughs> oh, what what do you see, Greg? See, what do you see, Greg? When I look at Junior, yeah, mm-hmm. I see pride. Mm. Wow. Mm. Anything else? I see power. Huh? Wow. Okay. Do you see anything else I, when you I see look at a him? Bad or? ass mother who don't take no crap. Off of nobody. Wow. Wow. That's Steve. And that's, I mean, that's that character's arc right there is going yeah. from what I described to that. <laughs> and of course, we're, we're going to get into that yeah. in great mm-hmm. detail. But so these, these four guys come together and uh, decide that they're going to enter rather than the Summer Olympics, they're going to enter the Winter Olympics, which are happening even sooner, just a few months away. Yeah. Fun fact. Oh, uh, summer and winter Olympics were the same year up until ninety uh, two. Ah, how about that? Ninety two. Yeah, I was yeah. going to ask about that. Yeah, yeah. I think ninety four was the first year to be like an off year. Huh? You're correct. Uh, so it was eighty eight was both. Uh, ninety two was both, and then ninety four was winter. Huh? Okay. Thank. Well, there you go, so, folks. Yeah, because was... yeah. We'll, uh, Frank, I'm sure we'll, we'll get into kind of like, like the historical accuracy, but this, sure. this was something sure. I pushed against when I was watching it the other night. I had the, you know, I had the thought like, this doesn't make sense, but that, like you said, that's how it was. So, but this means that the time to prepare is even less because the winter Olympics mm-hmm. are happening, happening six months or so for the summer Olympics. So these guys get hooked up with, uh, Irving Blitzer, this, older former gold medalist who is living in jamaica we don't really know his story yet but he has experience with the olympics and he eventually reluctantly agrees to coach the team they go to calgary um kind of as this quirky underdog story jamaica's never sent a bobsled team to the winter olympics and it's all these like european teams and americans and they're they're kind of like fish out of water there so they Kind of goes through some struggles. They each, uh, you know, have their own arcs and discoveries that that we'll get into. And eventually, at the end, uh, the team is kind of like coming t- together, and you know, they they get through their trials. They move on to the actual Olympics in Calgary. They have one really rough run, and then one really great run, and then before their final run of the Olympics. Uh, uh, Darice is is really anxious and and kind of worried about how things are going to go. He has this great conversation with Coach Irv about you know what it means to to be an Olympian and not to be a gold medalist. A gold medal, yeah. Not to be a gold medalist, right. and um, Irv tells him when you cross that finish line tomorrow, you'll know. So mm. the guys take their last run. Um, it's going really, really well until it doesn't. The bobsled breaks down on uh, the middle of the run. There's this really uh, like painful crash. It's pretty intense. Um, this is all happening with like footage of 
the actual race intercut with with what's been filmed yeah and the guys um even though they're well short of the finish line they end up getting up three says to the other guys i need to finish the race and the four men carry their bobsled across the finish line and of course you know their time i'm sure they finished dead last but the movie definitely ends on a on a triumphant moment uh so yeah it's a beautiful movie i sorry i got into it like a little more Ooh, than, than we I felt usually it. do for this yeah yeah you went through the whole thing uh, there we can yeah tell you were it's an emotional by. movie yeah. for me so Anyways, just to to finish this out, this movie was a big fucking hit. It, it was, was a seventeen yeah. million dollar budget. It made one hundred fifty five million dollars. Damn, mm-hmm. ninety eight minutes long. Uh, notably, we usually don't get too much into production uh, credits, but Hans Zimmer did mm-hmm. the score for this movie, mm-hmm. which I'm I sure love that. Talk about. I love that score. But it's great. on IMDb and uh, I'm seeing zero Oscar nominations for Mm. the film. Mm. Snubbed. Snubbed. Unfairly, unduly snubbed. Pedro, what is your relationship with Cool Runnings? Oof. Uh, It's a movie that I grew up watching. I don't, I can't remember the first time I've seen it. Um, I would not be surprised to say it is my most watched movie ever. Whoa! Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. And you're a guy who rewatches movies a lot. a lot. And I definitely rewatch Cool Runnings at least once a year, if not wow. more. Um, it's I don't know. We had it, you know, taped from TV in our house on VHS. Uh-huh. Me and my sister would watch it all the time. Um, I don't know. Anytime I'd be sledding, I'd be pretending, you know, I was mm-hmm. on the Jamaican bobsled team during the summer months. I'd be grabbing skateboards and like going down grass hills, pretend because there's a, a big training sequence where they're training in Jamaica and obviously there's no snow. So they're, they're training uh, on like a, a wheeled machine. So yeah. And then over the years, um, and, you know, and I love the comedy when I was, when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, the slapstickness of it and um, how silly it was. Um, a lot of good one-liners. I'm feeling very Olympic today. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like uh, stuff like that uh, growing up. And then as I've gotten older, I just find myself like um, every time I would watch it, I would uh, feel something different about a different like arc or storyline in, in the movie. Um so this recent watch was was great and there's one particular moment in the in the movie that that gets me every time and mm-hmm. uh we'll get into it uh but yeah uh, it's a movie that i it's like a great comfort movie for me uh yeah. it's pretty short so you can you know it is, yeah. watch but it's jam packed with like a lot of uplifting moments funny moments um you know there's drama uh it's a great movie um yeah I love what it. what was the thing you said each time you sort of like something different resonates with you yeah, right. this time what was the thing that sort of jumped out to you in a different way uh i wouldn't say a different way but it's just been hitting more and more as i've gotten older when i was younger i probably didn't really care about junior and his dad mm. uh and that whole storyline um and so that that storyline to me has been the one that's like been the best. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Uh, my favorite, I would say. Um, 
throughout throughout the movie. Maybe it's because you know the main storyline is just so overplayed in my head that mm-hmm. like I have to like find mm-hmm. new things to um to to love about the movie. But um that that whole storyline between Junior and his dad, and then in this watch in particular, uh, I was really focusing on how much Yul Brenner, uh, the 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 third uh, uh, character, the third seat. What what are, what are they called? Yeah, whatever the, the third, terminology is there. Yeah. yeah uh, how how his uh, relationship with Junior? Yeah. Um, really, um, it, like the arc between them, uh, between Junior and, and Yule. Um, it was a lot more clear to me to see how they grew as characters this time around. I don't know if you want me to like go into the specifics. Uh, are we at that point? Or, or not well i mean I, we can just go give like general impressions and stuff right now right. but i i okay. think that that yeah. was like i i i uh i i'm i'm glad uh i was already glad we had you on this episode but now i'm even uh, nice. more glad knowing your uh relationship with this movie yeah matt matt knew i, I like this movie so much it's always been in my uh, top nine uh, wow movies. like all yeah. time yeah mm-hmm. wow I mean, uh me and uh his wife watched it recently kira um mm-hmm. we've watched mm-hmm. it multiple times together um and yeah. i'm cool with it it's not a big deal i don't care <laughs> wow <laughs> wow my, my wife was you are too. matt colorino or whatever <laughs> right yeah matt yeah oh, matt cool. colorino yeah i've no, seen it with matt more than once cool oh, yeah. yeah we've all sure. seen it together it's kind of like yeah. a group like the four of us we trade off we watch it with you know Right. You you exchange partners and you yeah. and, and exactly. you kind of and you can do like it in a group setting people, or sometimes, sometimes you just do it with two it. yeah yeah right. yeah sometimes you do it alone sometimes you, all four of you are well, there so right. Kieran yeah. Kieran and I were doing it the other night uh-huh. uh, to to prep for the pod and Oof. she said the exact same thing Pedro about comfort the the example you gave or that she gave was um. It was faking sick to stay home from school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was her like sick at home movie. Okay. Yeah. I see that. And, and I also had this movie on VHS. I watch it a lot. And like you said, we've watched it together. We may have watched it at your bachelor party. I think we did. Because I was thinking that too when I was watching it. I was like, I think. Because I think I Sorry, think it was I know, at the not, sh- I know we're not supposed to talk about the Bachelor. Nah, oh. it's cool. I think yeah, it was at cut the- that out. Ooh, out yeah. Why were Why aren't we supposed to talk about the Bachelor party? Well, just well, there's generally, supposed to be generally, yeah. generally. Oh, right, 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 right. right, right. Yeah. You don't want yeah. You don't want Carly to listen and find out that Pedro was watching Cool Runnings with a bunch of with, <laughs> with a bunch of guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We'll yeah we watched out, in a big group together. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Armageddon as well. And Armageddon as well. Yeah, that was great. Uh, yeah. I think we, I think we like snuggled together during Armageddon, Pedro. Ooh, no, I yeah. think, I think it was, was that you and me, you. and we <laughs> took a little nap. Yeah, yeah. we both yeah. Yeah. Greg took a took yeah. a little nap. It was yeah. nice. I needed that nice. nap, man. Yeah, me too. I was, I was pushing it pretty hard. Greg, speaking of pushing it pretty hard, uh, how what is your relationship with this movie? I, it's similar. I, I, I do. I've seen it so many times, hundreds uh-huh. of times. I remember, I think I saw it with the first time. I do remember at like a dollar theater. Oh, wow. That's where I saw it. Hill. Okay. Dollar theater. Yeah. Yeah. If y'all know where Aspen Hill is, but that was like. Yeah. 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 That's like up in Wheaton, kind of. Yeah. It's like past Wheaton. Like it's all the way down Connecticut. 
So it's okay. probably out for like two months. And yeah, then, it's probably been yeah. out for a while. Yeah. And then it goes to the Dollar Theater. Yeah. But we saw, I think I saw my family there. I remember that. Yeah. Nice. But I don't, you know, when you're a kid and how everything is just so real, no matter what, yeah. you know? So, I mean, if it is based on a true story, but sure. Yeah. For the longest time. You know, it's also funny as I feel like I think I remember that they won. Like, I think there's a, a memory I have of, like, oh, well, they just walked it across and then they won. Like, that's yeah. just, and they just gave them the cold because of, that's just, yeah. it kind of just feels said, that way though. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I love, I love Disney sports movies. So it's, this is yeah. one of the best ones. This is our fourth Disney sports movie. And, uh, it's, God, uh, really? yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cause we did, three? we did, remember the Titans. We did Mighty Ducks. We did Airbud, which is Air not Bud. Disney produced, yeah. but it is oh, Disney a little, distributed. That was a little contentious. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I saw a note about this movie about Cool Runnings that when it came out, it was the highest grossing live action Disney film ever. Wow. Wow. Which, well, I mean, I don't know how much like live action, I don't know how much competition there really was up to, like, I don't know what's second on that list, but still pretty impressive. This movie was a big fucking hit. It was a smash. It also, it it was shot, it was shot, yeah, smash or pass, this is a smash for sure. Um, This movie was shot in, let me get this right, it was shot in February and March 1993, and then released in October 1993. Wow. They like they cranked this thing out, um, which is very was, impressive. And back then you had to edit on film. Like Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Nothing digital about it. Wow. I think yeah. that, that there was something around that time. Sports were very, you know, that was the I mean, Mighty Ducks, Love um, them. Sandlot. Um also great. You know, there was something there. And then the Olympics, you know, they had the dream team year. This this movie on this watch, definitely, I was like, I, I wonder how many people think this is about America. <laughs> like, it's huh. like, like, it just like, it's made like that, you know, like a lot of, right. just the way it's, just the way it's made and the way it's presented. One of That's the things that, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Pedro. I was going to say, it's uh, interesting that you said that because of uh, the way that America treats um, the Olympics versus other countries. Uh, our right. coverage in the in America is very U.S. focused, and they'll right. show like the stories and the backgrounds of like American athletes and what they're going through, but then won't show like runs from other countries or events right. where Americans Actual aren't events. prominent. Versus other countries where they just show like as much as possible all the events and how here like you you'll have to wait for prime time and then they'll like splice in a story of what the home life of a of an athlete is uh americans in general love uh the story of the mm-hmm. athletes more than they they love the performances so yeah that's that's interesting that you said that. did yeah. you find now not to not to blow your blow up your spot here pedro but are you speaking from experience because i knew i know you spent some time in brazil obviously it, Correct. So when yeah. you watch the Olympics in Brazil, is that your experience? What experience watching the Olympics down there? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Interesting. It's, it's very different. I've also gone to the Olympics. Did you go when it was uh, in Brazil? I did. That's uh, fucking awesome. It's a little bit of a controversial story with Matt and I about that, but I did end I'm, up going. I'm cool. I'm cool. Okay. 
What's the we controversy? Had, we had planned to go together. Um, and, and then he bailed? No, uh, the tickets were like very hard to find. Oh, I see. Uh, but then uh, the whole Zika crisis came about. Oh. oh yeah, I forgot about so, that actually. So then like tickets became very easy to get. And I decided last minute to go. Like the Olympics had already started. Oh, wow. And and at the time I was working remote and I had family there. So I had somewhere to stay. So I just like was like, hey, I'm going tomorrow. Uh, wow. Do you want to come? I'm and, going tomorrow. Yeah. So what and events did you see? Saw beach volleyball. Cool. Uh, saw a track and field day. Saw Usain Bolt run. Um, oh, man. Oh, that's great. I saw... Oh, what else did I see? Saw handball. Wow. That's interesting. Oh, and then a full day of tennis. Uh, wow. Saw, yeah. Saw Serena. Uh, or no, Venus and someone mixed doubles. I don't know who her partner was. Yeah. It was a great experience. That's fucking awesome. Sounds like really, really, really cool. missed out. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Next time. Next time. Next We're going time. next time, next time. Next in the US. Next yeah. time. Well, hey, World Cup's coming. We got to start yeah. planning for that, boys. True. What year is that? It's the uh, the next one. It's uh, 2026. All right. In yeah. LA? Or? Yeah. No, it's, it's traveling all over. It's traveling well, all over like the place. America's yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they have, well, there's going to be a, uh, they're playing in Philly. They're playing in New York. They're yeah. playing in. Um, I, I I forget. They've they've announced yeah. all their sites. Those are the closest to us, though. Yeah, yeah. Philly, Philly, yeah. and New York. They're really spreading it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they hit well, the West Coast too. Um, yes, they are hitting right. the West Coast and the Midwest. And right. they they a big part of the announcement there was DC getting snubbed because uh, we don't really have a uh, a, a good stadium we don't that we, it. Our is metro accessible sucks. and stuff. Yeah, they can play yeah, at Audi. Exactly. They can play at Audi. They can play at Audi. It's for... not big enough. It's too yeah. small. Yeah. Too small. It's too small. Yeah. yeah. Just play um, twice and then like have the crowd switch. One of my favorite Ooh. things about this movie is uh, the uh, costumes. The Jamaica, um, when they do that reveal and the reveal of the yeah. Jamaican the bobsled when they when they do the paint job on it, it's fucking beautiful. Yeah. It is. It's so good. And the sound, to go back to Zimmer, but this obviously isn't uh, all him, obviously. The sound mixing, the like... Of like, yeah. like sliding on the ice and stuff is like I I think it's so effective in this movie. I love I put, it. I wrote down this is a beautiful ad for Adidas, right? Because <laughs> I mean it was just <laughs> like, it is. heavy, and that was okay. That was very cool. I also I like, you were going to talk about like the Jamaican outfits and um the the scene yeah. where they're all getting out of the airport at Calgary and putting yeah. on everything. Oh, that's so good. Everything's so great for that too. Yeah. yeah, they go they go to uh, like they're like freezing. <laughs> and then they, uh, what's his name? Uh, Comic relief. You Sanka. Oh, yeah. Sanka. Sanka runs into the store and comes out wearing like all these jackets and stuff. And there's a sign in front of the store is like 90% off everything. I'm like, thank God. <laughs> That's a good right. deal. At 90% off deal. <laughs> yeah. When you just land in Calgary and it's <laughs> yeah. freezing, that you can just buy stuff for and like it's 10 the Olympics. Bucks. That seems like bad business. Yeah, seems like a bad like, deal for like the, weird... yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, good for Sanka um, though. Good for Sanka. Sanka got some good gear. Yeah, they all the all the outfits that they have are like so colorful we, and so right. beautiful. Like they're great, great outfits. We talked about this on our last episode, 
because we did white men can't jump and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Know, th- this was this was not intentional but thinking about the movies we've done so far like the majority of them came out in like 92 or 93 yeah and that's you know maybe that's mm-hmm. partially just us and the fact that we were kids at that time but yeah cool running sandlot mighty ducks and mm-hmm. white men can't jump and it was mm-hmm. and yeah the fashion was just fun so many bright colors especially right. when they're in jamaica mm-hmm. um like purples and orange and neon colors mm-hmm. and you guys really did fun. When you did Mighty Ducks, you just did one, correct? We just yeah, did right. one, and Matt okay. still has not seen Mighty Ducks 2, which, as oh. we have told him many, many times, is better than Mighty Ducks 1. But the fashion in 2. Oh, the is... fashion in 2 is oh. fantastic as well. So yeah. at that point, we're like in mid-90s more so? Probably, yeah. And it's it, and it's and um, it's also giving like Olympic vibes, because it's the Junior Olympics. Ooh, so correct, it's like... Yeah. It's if you like the vibe of this movie and like the stakes of yeah, I you know, feel like they kind of knew yeah, they kind of yeah. knew yeah. Olympic yeah. Olympic movies always have great stakes because it is yeah. There is something special about it. there's something different about like any sort of league play or other competition. It's whether it's the history or you know nationalism or whatever it is like sure there's something special and. Uh, those stories always have a lot of emotion. I think that's why you see so much on American TV, um, the like human interest stories that we were right. talking about earlier, because that emotional aspect of it is, I mean, it's what makes this movie work. It's what mm-hmm. makes it so exciting. And it's it's what gives the movie kind of all of its momentum, because all of these guys, except Sanka, so Sanka's just a, a push car driver, driving in races in Jamaica. The other three are in this trial race happening in Jamaica to qualify for the Olympics. So they're all trying to get there. They all fall as part of this kind of fiasco that happens during the race caused by Junior. And they're all really driven, really desperate to get there. They're trying to raise money. Yeah, Yeah, and, and trying to like persuade and beg John Candy to help them because he's kind of their their only ticket. He's the only one with the experience to get them there. But they all really, really want it. And right. that's, that's what gives the movie such great stakes. Right, let's start going see uh, like through the plot a little bit here. And Pedro, yeah, know, I can I, take over. I <laughs> I actually I actually would be okay with that, Pedro. If you if you want to. Okay. At least I'm get sure the ball you... rolling here. Like, yeah, I sure. think that the would movie be great. Starts and the title cards are beautiful. First of the all, we got the old Disney logo. The oh boy, right. goes for a run. Yeah, beautiful. Mm. Looking so good, so muscular, music, so ripped. Music is going yeah. Yeah. right, and then the, the neighborhood top. kids put out a toilet paper finish line for him mm-hmm. for for mm. a little sprint there at the end. No, we don't have to go into that much detail. <laughs> Community though, a lot of yeah. community. community. And every scenes. everybody knows that he's like destined to be, you know, the number one uh, runner, you know, for for Jamaica. And he, so, I don't remember if it's mentioned then or not, but it's mentioned pretty early on that his dad was also a runner, and that he's correct. even faster Olympian. than his dad. Yeah, his dad was an Olympian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the first you know, section of the movie. And then we get introduced to Sanka. Um, mm-hmm. And Sanka is kind of like quirky, funny, um, 
guy setting up his his push cart for um for the race you know there's a yearly push cart race a push cart is like a, a you know one of those like little wooden uh cars with the small wheels that would go down a hill um is that is that a real thing i don't know forget my ignorance is that a yeah. real thing that happens in jamaica like is that i know these were real guys obviously this is a real story but is right. that was that sanka in real life was that his like yeah it's that really a popular happened? sporting event held in every august in jamaica super cool where That's homemade great. carts that are used for street vending or to transport items are used in a race. I don't know about like the safety. That's super of, cool. Like, the carts like, have been clocked old... up to sixty miles per hour. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> and there's a kid in on in the front for weight. Just, fate, just wow. laying on the front for no yeah. reason. <laughs> yeah, that that was my question. So right. Sanka is like driving the cart. He's steering. Right. He's the one at the wheel. The kid riding on the front. You said it's just for, for weight. Yeah, just for weight. Wow, what a that's dangerous. And, I, yeah, and I want to see a movie though. about that. Yeah, we'll come back to that later. But putting weights in front of a, a cart yes. going down something mm. makes yeah. it go faster. Good mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. That yeah. is gonna come back. Mm -hmm. uh, that'll that'll come back later. Mm -hmm. uh, Sokka unfortunately crashes in that race. He does. Uh, he's very confident in this movie. He gets, um, you know, uh, I think he gets sideswiped, and uh, yeah travels through a, a a shack of some sort mm -hmm. um and then uh i think that's the introduction to the the famous recurring line uh sanka mm -hmm. you dead man you dead yeah or you know um and that's how the movie starts mm -hmm. then we get to the uh i mean uh, do we want to dive further into yeah, yeah. no okay. keep going you're on a roll Cool. Uh, then You're we get on a to roll the... just like a push card. I mean, this oh. is going 60 miles an hour right now. We get to the the race, the uh, the Olympic qualifying race, um, where the yeah. top four runners uh, qualify for the Olympics. Um, you've got uh, focused, you got Darice, Yule, and Junior. Uh, Junior's uh, very excited to be there, saying hello uh, and how. Um, how much he's looking forward to running with the other guys. You got Yule, this, you know, strong, angry, burly man, mm -hmm. slapping his head. Um, big guy Yule, for a run, for a sprinter. Big guy for a sprinter, for sure. And um, Yule tries to say hi to him, but uh, I, he gets no response. Mm -hmm. uh, then the race starts, and uh, Junior trips. And with yeah. him falling, he pulls uh, Junior and Darice with him. Mm -hmm. And then we pan to a shot of three men crossing the finish line and qualifying, even though they said four would. So that's my little like... Uh, oh, I see. Yeah. A little, little error in, in that. Uh, a little goof. Right. Because I guess they could have gotten up and then just... And finished the finished race. Yeah. One of them, but... At the same time, but eight people started the race. So where are the so other? So there two? must be one. Know. Yeah, maybe, maybe they just hadn't passed them yet. I don't know. That's right. Right. That's weird. It's that's an important moment though, because right. it's there's a it's mirrored at the end. This moment right after they've tripped, where Darice like looks up and sees the finish line, and this like just right. It's devastating because he's so pumped up. He's the favorite to win the race, and mm -hmm. you know the history with his dad. 
and and that moment yeah, is, is for sure a good when one. he has that he has that whole scene before then where he's like talking to his girlfriend or wife his partner uh mm-hmm. and he's like you know i know i'm gonna be in the olympics and you know it's my turn joyce yeah yeah and um, then he's like and she's like are you scared he's like i'm terrified but you can, right. you know he is he's got this glimmer as a great yeah. scene yeah <sighs> so good uh, we do a quick jump now to the the office of the guy who runs the uh, the Olympics uh, for Jamaica, and Doris is pleading with him to rerun the race because it wasn't fair, and he gives him the line that it rarely is, my boy, it rarely is. It rarely is um, so, yeah, you know, Doris is trying everything to to get the race rerun and uh he's just getting told that he has to come back in four years do you guys um, think they should have rerun the race no no this happens all the time in running yeah that's, that's like a very common can, yeah. thing yeah favorites get out on a false start all yeah. the time yeah it's mm-hmm. part of what happens you know yeah okay i just i just want to check in because i love Doris, but that was a moment where i was like this yeah like I know that you're you're disappointed, but they're not. But at the same yeah, time, if now. somebody encroaches into your lane, like they are penalized. Is that like and, a, a uh, yeah? It's a thing. So I don't actually know how that works, but like it's not fair to the three people who finished. Exactly. You know. So exactly. I so while in this office, he notices a picture of his father. Okay, with... this is I have problems with this, but okay. we can we can get into this. Yeah. So while in the office, he notices a picture of his father with uh this white man, um, with a gold medal around his neck, and he asks uh Mr. Coolidge, I believe is his name, uh, who is the man with my dad in this picture, and um, he's introduced as uh that that man is a uh, he used to be an Olympic uh, bobsledder who gold medal winner who tried to get uh, Jamaicans to uh, start a bobsled team because of how fast they were at running. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, you know, uh, gets the idea into Doris's head that he should, uh, that, that might be a way it, into the Olympics. However, he doesn't know what a bobsled is. Which is a funny line, but yeah. this is like in terms yeah, of like us. in terms of rewatching this movie like 30 years later or whatever, it's like he just sees a picture of his dad on the wall and then he's like, "Oh, okay, I'm just going to bobsled now." Like after the Mr. Coolidge had already said like take up cycling or boxing. Like right. it's such a weird leap and I'd love to know what the actual like So I don't I, see that. that at all. Okay. Okay. So my my take on it is this guy thought my dad would be good at this. I am better than my dad at running. So maybe I will. This guy has gold medals. Maybe I can get a gold medal God, this way. You, I, that's a fair argument, but it just you know? feels so convenient or something like that. That like it's literally right. it's like, hey, there's this picture of my dad on the wall. Who's this guy he's with? Oh, I'm gonna go meet with that guy and go. And join the Olympics now. Like it's it just feels very like Disney. No, you're forgetting this. Right, you're forgetting the scene right after where he goes, "What's a bobsled?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is great. It's a great line. Yeah, and then, and then the next scene is him with Sanka in a book. Yeah, and they're they're Mm -hmm. learning about Mm -hmm. bobsledding, and Sanka's like, "So a bobsled is a push cart with no wheels." Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Which pretty much, yeah, yeah. uh, 
basically is. And uh, Sanka at this point learns that it's a winter sport. Mm-hmm. And, and and immediately ice. bows out. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You mean ice as in igloos and in uh, Eskimos <laughs> and in ice? No yeah. thanks. Uh, yeah. And so at that point, Sanka bows out. Um, but Doris tries to convince him by guilting him into it, uh, saying, all right, you're going to be watching me uh, on a Wheaties box and blah, blah, blah. And Sanka's like, hey, mm-hmm. man, you don't need to talk to me that way. Like, if you need my help, just ask me as a friend. Like, uh-huh. you don't need to, like, rub it in my face. So then they get, he gets Sanka on board right off the bat, and uh, they go looking for um, this man in the picture. Mm-hmm. Um, and we meet John Candy. We meet John Candy. He's a bookie at a bar. bar. He's drunk and betting on horses. Very sweaty. He's very sweaty. And uh, oh yeah, he loses. Our introduction to him is he's listening to a horse race on the radio, pulling for a horse that uh, loses the race, kind of at the end. And then he takes out a baseball bat. That's a no. It's a pool cue. cue. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yes, takes a pool cue from the pool table and smash it. Voice, this fucking radio. It's really funny, and that's the moment that our our heroes walk into the bar. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Sanka wants to immediately leave, uh, but Therese is persistent, and he asks, um, you know, Irv uh, Blitzer, uh, John Candy, uh, to uh, you know, start a bobsled team again. And uh, it's a funny little montage of John Candy saying no and five different ways right yeah um, yeah very cute they're and, in the uh, bathroom stall right at like one point him. yeah yeah yes, and good. then at, yeah and then at one point john candy's like like had has had enough uh but he hears Doris out and uh john candy's like yeah i i was gonna try it but like i don't want anything to do with bobsledding anymore and i don't mm-hmm. want to be within a thousand miles or I don't know whatever he uses of anyone who is. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Doris says, well, why do you have this poster still on the wall? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, oh, is that bothering you? He tears it down. Mm-hmm. He's, and Doris pulls out the picture of him, of uh, Irv and his, and Doris's dad and slides it across the table and says, you thought my dad could do it basically. He's like, well, your dad could run the hundred meters in 10 flat. And Doris goes, well, I can run a nine nine. Hey, Ooh. Ooh. Um, and then at that point, um, Irv is in on exploring this option. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Candy. Theme. This is, I think, one of the last films that was released when John Candy was alive, yeah. uh, which is very sad. He's great okay. in the movie. Um, very charismatic Uncle, actor, Uncle yeah. Buck. Like I, I feel like I always love John. Yeah home alone like i feel like i I love him and everything i see him in and he's he's just great in this movie all the all the actors in this movie are really are really great yeah so they have like a local meeting for open tryouts Mm -hmm. essentially anybody can come learn about bobsledding and join the team Mm -hmm. show this video of like insane crashes mm-hmm. uh and then the famous yeah. quote uh your bones will not break in a bobsled they shatter uh and uh when the lights come on hilariously there's no one left in the room mm-hmm. yeah um in comes uh yul brenner late to the meeting 
So uh, pa- pausing here for a second. Yeah. So okay. Yul Brenner, like the actor, Yul Brenner, uh-huh. and do we know? Does anyone know? In real life, was that his name too? It and was, was he not. Ah, all, so it's all a of joke. The names were totally different. It's a yes. joke for the movie that they named him Yul Brenner. Yes. Strange. Right. Very strange. strange. Joke. Okay. Yeah. And then they just because no. when they first called him Yul Brenner, I was like, oh, that's a joke, like because he's a bald guy who like. But has they a laugh at his voice. They, yeah, they laugh at his name. And then they. You know? Yeah. And then they just call him. Yeah. Right. So yeah. anyway, okay. All right. Strange. I mean, for for context, and this this I think kind of makes all the names seem strange. But the name of the debut team, the four Bob Sledders, were Devin Harris, Dudley Stokes, Michael White, and Freddie Powell. Uh, Huh. So okay. In general, very different. Why wouldn't they just call (laughs) anyway? That's a weird choice. So we talked about this being made for an American audience. Sure. Sure. I think I think that's a good example. Like kind of more more otherizing of the Jamaicans, which is a theme in the movie. It's something that once they get and to Canada, the movie does address somewhat, but... <laughs> um, My least favorite part yeah. of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, interesting. Yeah. Well, they they get there eventually. How do they How yeah. do they get Yule and Junior on board? So that's what eventually... Right. So they're in this meeting. Yule shows up late, and uh, he's says he doesn't care what the sport is he'll do anything to get off this stinking island as he <laughs> says um and uh irv uh will say well we have a problem there's no such thing as a three-man sled and in comes junior the man who tripped them in in the qualifying race and and kept them from their dreams of of going to the olympics and mm-hmm. at this point um Yule tries to, you know, fight Junior. Junior, yeah, he's, he's pissed. He's pissed. Yeah. He's fucking. And you know, pissed. he kind of had a right mm-hmm. to be. Uh, yeah, it's, it sure. Yeah, Junior's fault. He wasn't there. And Doris steps in during the fight. It's like, if you kill, if you kill him, we don't have a team. Like mm-hmm. he tripped me too. You know, uh, is one of the is one of the lines. So and then he's point, like, Yul Brenner's like, I'm never going to be a part of this team. Like, I'm just in this to like get off the island and stuff. Right. right. Don't yeah. touch me. Like, yeah, I'm not a team. Uh, I'm not right. on this team. Yeah, I'm not on this team. Yeah, I'll just, but I'll, I'll be there. Yeah. Uh, and that's how the the team is formed. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and then cut to a montage of them practicing in Jamaica on a um like a wheeled version of a bobsled trying mm-hmm. to get their starts under six seconds mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i believe very fun a lot of john candy yeah. being like oh come on right. let's go you know yeah just the, that for anyone who, who hasn't seen the movie if if you can't picture it the you know when they're when they're kind of launching the bobsled they all are running on the ice or in this case just sort of running on the street but they yeah. have to get into the sled as they're moving and, right. and the guys in this montage can't even do that like i mean what what are their times initially it's like 10 seconds 15 seconds well, they don't even make hills. it at first they're like flipping over you know <laughs> they, they like three of them the get sled, on it goes one's upside down, down inside uh-huh. you know um we see the yeah. lucky egg for the first time Ooh, Sanko's lucky, lucky egg. egg. Yeah, that's, that's a nice egg. running bit through the movie. 
Red. He kisses the lucky egg. Um, and then puts it in his crotch. Yes, yes. yes he right. stores it. Never breaks, amazingly. Sanka also has a lucky I guess that's why it's the lucky egg. Right. Sanka also has a great line in the previous scene with Yule Brenner where he says, how about I draw a, li- draw a line down <laughs> the, line. the middle of your head and make it look like a butt? Which is right. just a, a great line. Yeah. Well, because aren't they, isn't there like butt insults leading up to that? Yeah. He's yeah. like, I'm going to kick, your... kick your butt. Yeah. I'm going right. to kick your butt. Yeah. And, and yeah, then he says, I'm going to. Yeah. Right. Draw a line down your head and make it look like a butt. Yeah, the middle yeah. Right. And make it look yeah. like a butt. Yeah. So um, is, I think is, is very funny in this movie. He great. is. The, and great. the humor held up for me. So he's. From him, when at the, least. the first time you watch it, in the first few times, I will say, like, he'll probably be one of your favorite characters. Yeah. Uh, but when you've watched it as much as I have, he gets old. There's and a then, lot of like right. doing a little like stuff to make the kids laugh. Like, right. like, what? Like, right. he, yeah. he's always that guy. Like, he's doing bits. Slow yeah. down. Like, it's, it's, it's a lot of, yeah. That, right. Yeah. But in this watch, I was actually able to see more than um, the comedy that he brings. Mm. Um, mm, that's important. Yeah. Right. Uh, he's a very important character for Doris's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I kind of got into it a little bit with um, the way that Doris asked him to be on the team uh, early on, where he's mm-hmm. like trying to bait him into it. And it was like, just ask me for a favor, bro. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, I don't have to go scene by scene from here on, uh, but the the next part it might be actually Greg's favorite part uh, is where they're trying to get money. Uh, oh, that's a great that sequence. Fun. That's the a fun really fun sequence. Yeah, yeah. The song's pretty good. The song the is pretty good. Yeah. So uh, they're all trying to get money to to raise money for the um, to be able to you know make it to the Olympics uh, and. Uh, they're all doing different things. Doris is doing a kissing booth kissing, at a fair. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Very strange. Junior is doing a arm, arm wrestling, wrestling tournament. Uh-huh. Junior, uh, no, Yule Brenner. No, Yule is doing that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yule, Yule Brenner. And then um, Sanka is singing a song on the street, pan, uh, panhandling or busking, I should say. Yeah, busking, yeah. Uh, I don't know if Greg wants to sing it or not. but Some people say they know they don't believe. Jamaica, we have a bobsled team. We got the one to Reese. The one. Oh, wait. What happens after that? Got the one to Reese and the one junior. He the says fat, junior the because he points Jamaican. to. We got the one to Reese and junior. Skips over Yul Brenna. But then, yeah, the fastest of the fastest of Jamaican sprinters. Um, Props to the man, Earl Blitzer. But the funny, the funniest, my favorite part of that is when they're like, Sanka, how did it go? How did it how did it <laughs> right. go out there? How did the song go? How did it go? Yeah. How did it go? It went like this. We got the one <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. singing it. It's really good. Really it funny. Great. I made 90 cents. I gave you a dollar to shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do not make a lot of money doing this. And, no, and, and Junior tried... just gets laughed right. at by a bunch of different businessmen and stuff, which is really funny. No, it's uh Doris and uh and Yule. Me. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. one thing that we don't really know about Junior at this point is he comes from money. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, and his father has like a very prestigious uh, job for him lined up. At William, um, William and Cohen, right? Yeah. And Webster, Cohen. Webster and Cohen. Webster, Excuse Webster. me, Webster, Webster and Cohen. Right. Uh, Joe Aaron Kranz works for them, I think. 
Oh, that would be Best guess, Joe Aaron yeah. France. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. It sounds yeah. like um, a commercial that would be on a Wizards game. Like Webster, <laughs> Webster and Co. If you were in a car accident. You have personal a phone, you have a lawyer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so Junior comes from money, has money, and uh, they're all at the meeting to uh, figure out how much money they made. Realize they're, you know, they're screwed. They don't have enough. And Junior comes in with a big bag of cash. And pours it on the table. He sold his car, right? Right. Yeah. He sold yeah. his car. A fancy car. And he said, yeah. I want you guys to have it. If it wasn't for me, you guys wouldn't even be in this position. And then three says, You want us to have it. Um, right. You know, we're a team. We're mm. a team. Mm. And then uh, cut to a plane taking off for Calgary. <laughs> Do we, yeah. before they go to Calgary, we get the, don't we get the first junior? dad scene is there a scene between them yeah. before they leave? yeah the webster he's... webster and cohen and yeah and he's he advises against going yeah. on the trip right he initially. said he had already you know um done enough of his running and now it's time to right. you know right grow up and get a real job mm-hmm. you weren't successful so give up <laughs> And to be fair, um, he wasn't successful. As a no, runner. he did fall during his Olympic trials, and he did, but maybe, he yeah. was in the front at the time. That's true. That's true. That's a yeah. good point. So, yeah. And then they go to Calgary, and then they buy the clothes, and it's very funny, right? And then, and, yeah. Um, and then we see Irv meeting some of his old bobsled buddies right. yes so at and first it's clear it's a, there's a little yeah. bit of tension there there's a little bit of tension there and it's clear um that no one takes jamaica seriously from the time that he tries to sign them up yeah uh they think it's a joke which is um, i just i got real tired of that in this watch i just got like i get it they're fish out of water it's a jamaican right. bobsled team like come on like i feel like the movie is really like pushing that and like right I don't know. I, 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 it, it, it rubbed me the wrong way in this watch. Yeah. How but so? I mean, yeah, I just, so, I felt like it was ham fisted. Like I felt like it was one thing I didn't like was I felt like sometimes the joke was on them for being the outsiders, you know, as opposed to like, um, I mean, we're always rooting for them, but some like when Sanka is dancing in the line dance and he's being like silly and stuff, it's like, yeah, it's funny because Sanka's being silly, but it's also like, is the joke kind of on Sanka for not knowing the dance? Like, is that is that what we're laughing at sort of thing? I don't know. It just, I I didn't like. In, that's, in that scene, I'm laughing at the fact that Sanka and his dance partner swap hats. Swap hats. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's great. It's really I, good. I, yeah, I love that scene. Uh, yeah. I do see what you're saying, though. Uh, but you got to remember, like, uh, when what was this 88 yeah people probably didn't know about jamaica or it's a very fair point it. this movie i feel like i don't know i was a kid at the time but probably put jamaica on the map like that's a fair point like that's learned a fair about point. their culture learned about their accents i don't know how common they were in in media and in movies it's a very fair point it's a very fair point it could be just like projecting like bringing my 2023 brain into this where everything everybody knows everything about everything you know and then right and then imagine you know you're you're a guy who signs in olympics every year and you're getting you know right yeah yeah yeah. germany blah blah blah, and some guy comes in saying jamaica oh it's a good joke yeah um and then you know i was like no for real it's jamaica oh okay cool 
Uh, and then we quickly find uh, Irv finds one of his old uh, teammates uh, walking down the hall and he says, hey, I got to talk to you. Can we meet at that um, revolving restaurant? Apparently there's one in every city in Canada. Yeah. I, guess I was aware so, of the yeah. one in Toronto, but not that's in what I was thinking of watching <laughs> that scene too. Um, so he meets uh, his old uh, teammate, I want to say, yeah. uh, and tells him he needs a sled because uh, they went all the way to Jamaica and they only have forty nine hundred dollars for a sled. Yeah, like can you it's give me a lot. something no. that you like train on? Yeah, whatever. And uh, he's like very reluctantly says he'll see what he can do mm-hmm. um yeah and then he gets and, him like the millennium falcon of bobsleds right. fast forward way yeah yeah. It, yeah 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 but if it couldn't make the the kessel run um right yeah he gets the version with like the broken hyperdrive yeah and yeah, yeah, like, yeah you know nope. stuff falling and yeah chewy trying to, to put all the the stuff back together and, oh, man yes, imagine if chewy like, was in this movie <laughs> Oh man, that would oh, so Yul good. Brenner, Yul Brenner is a little. He's got a right. little chewy. He's got a little because yeah, he's the physically imposing one. Yeah. yeah, and he and he has like a, a heart in there, even though he looks a little scary, a little yeah. intimidating. He's That's he true. softens, and he does have that crossbow that shoots lasers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Laser that crossbow. Too. He yeah, does yeah, yeah. Have that. Yeah. Um. Um. So then now, what happens? Yeah. Yeah. Now. Now the whole the the runs kind of uh might yeah. uh, blend together for me yeah um but the most important part is they got a piece of crap sled yeah. and they don't really know what they're doing uh they go to the training I guess Sanka so pisses his pants no well come on you're ruining oh sorry it. Not, sorry sorry that happens in ten seconds sure. uh they they don't the first runs that they do they do sitting in and Irv pushes them down mm-hmm. but I think the most important so, sorry let me back up a little bit when they show up yeah that's a great that's a great moment Uh, i think they show up and they pull their sled out and the whole place just like stops talking and gets quiet and just stares Mm um a because the sled looks so terrible and Mm -hmm. b because they've probably never seen Mm -hmm. four black dudes from jamaica you know about to try to compete Mm -hmm. um and then little side note from another sport but lewis hamilton um the Formula One driver, yeah, uh, always references that scene of like it's how he grew up. He says like he would go to go karting races, and he felt like when he got there, it was he would say it was like the scene from Cool Runnings. Um, people would just stop, like get quiet and, and interesting. Stare. Yeah, wow, I didn't know that. Interesting. Right. Okay, that's cool. I like that about Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a cool guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe we'll do the Formula One movie when that comes out on the, the podcast. Gran Turismo one. No, no, no. There's a Formula One movie in production. Uh, oh, the one with Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, that looks cool. I'm down. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so they have a uh, a run where they're pushed and they crash. Uh, and he has then, to go pee pee, and then he pisses yeah. his pants. And come on, Sanka, just fucking right. like, hold it, dude. Hold it. Oh. hold it. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Hold it. Yeah. Hold it. I mean, and then, I, uh, you know, you, I see what you mean, Frank. It is like a sixty-second run. Come like, on, because before before they start the race, as a guy who has to piss the... all the time, I right. I you they're... sometimes you gotta fucking dig deep, you know? Yeah. 
And yeah. it's it's not long. He's in the sled and he wants to get up and go yes. to the bathroom. Like yeah. after their crash. And then you can go now. Oh, too late. Uh, yeah. He, he pisses yeah. his pants. Yeah. He pisses his pants. Yeah. Um, yeah. And no, it's, you know, 60 seconds isn't a long time, but it is stressful. And the crash, you lose control right. sometimes. Sure. Evolve. Sure. Evolve yeah. There. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and then uh, fast forward to their next attempt, probably on a different day, they try to push the sled down the ice and, uh, don't even make it in and um there is some people from the alliance ready taking photos and they see photos of them yeah, chasing their sled down and it's on the yeah. front page uh it gets to the front page of the jamaican newspapers and, and we that, see the newspaper uh, headline next to the photo was something like cop solves case or something <laughs> like really? that yeah I it's something that like too. that it's so weird uh, solves case. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and Junior's dad sees on the in the paper that uh, his son uh, is at the Olympics, and that's where it's revealed that he didn't know. Uh, or actually, no, we knew he didn't know because uh, he Junior says he didn't tell his dad he was going. He said he mm-hmm. was going to do yeah. an internship. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just so, what his dad was afraid of: Junior making a fool of himself. Doing right. Something mm-hmm. He's not that. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, a few things happen. Uh, I forget the exact order. I don't think it matters. Something, Mm-mm. something, something important, I think, in this sequence, as they're like struggling, they're trying to figure out what's going to work for them. And at a certain point, Doris, the Swiss are the team that's kind of like the best team, right? Isn't it Switzerland? Mm-hmm. They yeah. watch Switzerland. Uh, yes. They're like but super East Germany efficient. are the ones that are the bullies to them. That's who's heckling right. them. Yes. Well, that's okay. So and funny story, movie... East Germany doesn't exist by the time this movie comes out. So I feel like they made East Germany bad guys because they could afford to Easy make East target. Germany bad guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Yeah. even it even have been before. Iceland. It should have been Iceland. Yeah, they for continuity. For ducks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, East Germany is the one heckling them, but the Swiss are the ones who who Doris wants to model their team off of. And he starts right. like copying what they do, slapping the helmets of his teammates and counting, counting, counting in yeah, counting in uh German counting, counting yeah. in Swiss. Yeah. Um, in German. And Sanka is the one who's like, What what are you doing? And uh, that happens later though. That happens much later. How much later? Very. When do we when do we get there? We get there at the second Olympic run. That's the second Olympic run? Yeah, yeah. Oof, so man. they start off doing a lot of the Swiss stuff, um, counting uh, in, in German and, and, and whatnot. Uh, uh, what happened? Oh, okay. Sorry, I don't, I don't want to cut you off. That is a very no. important scene. But um, I, I see later. what you're saying, though, that yeah. when, when Sanka addresses it, that does come later. It does come later. And it's, it's important where it comes in because of what happens. It's after the first Olympic run. Sorry. Um, I think now we uh, go to the bar. I think the yeah, bar I think, happens I think we next. are at the bar, yeah. The whole bar fight. Yeah. Yeah. So we got... Um, no, no, no. I missed the whole scene. I missed the whole scene that's very important. I, I put notes on it. 
there's some camaraderie happening in in their one like hotel room suite with two double beds that they're all staying in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and Sanka has the hot plate and he's cooking bananas. Right, and he's cooking fried bananas. Yeah, getting I love on that. with you. And Yule just does not want to be there. Um, uh, and he's like, just he. I forget how he gets there, but he eventually pulls out a picture and says, "I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna move here." Like, this is my dream. This is where I'm going to go. And Sanka oh, starts Buckingham laughing Palace. at him and yeah. points out that, um, like, you can't, you got to marry the Queen of England. You're going you to have to marry the there. Queen. Yeah. But, uh, but Junior stands up for him here. Uh, Junior uh, says, you know, y- you can have your Buckingham Palace. Like, I believe in you. And and the important quote uh, from that scene is, um, the more Yul Brenners we have making it in this world, the better the world will be. Um, so keep in mind, Junior and or Yule hates Junior up until this point, and and Junior s- still stands up for him, and and I think that's important. Uh, so then uh, they get uh, a telegram in the same hotel. Uh, stating uh, from Junior's dad saying he has to come home right now. So then cue them going to the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Junior and uh, Yule uh, at a table um, trying and to Sanka, figure out what to do. Sanka and Sanka's on the dance floor, floor yeah. learning line dances yeah. uh, and, you know, making a fool of himself, but like trying, you know? And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, having a good time, yeah. and and the people around him are having a good time. Um, and at the bar, uh, Junior at one point says, "I don't know what to do. What should I do? What should I do?" And he gets really loud, and the East Germans are at the same bar. I hate this scene. Yeah, and then yeah. the East Germans like, "Hey, keep it down. Like you don't belong here." Blah blah blah. And Junior's like, "Oh, sorry, sorry. Didn't mm-hmm. mean to impose whatever." He says, sir, too, which right. I don't like. Yeah. yeah. And then at this point, Yule drags him into the bathroom mm-hmm. and um, gives him a a mirror-looking speech. When you look in the mirror, tell me what you see. Uh, and um, Great scene. Junior doesn't have anything to say. And, and, and mm-hmm. Greg covered this earlier, but he sees pride, power, and a badass mother who won't take off uh, no crap off of nobody. And, and Junior says it feels it repeats it repeats it feels the fire goes out into the bar and confronts the east german says hey man you can't talk to me that way and the east german's like or else what and like pushes him and hurts him and pushes him down and then immediately yule's there to back him up and punches him mm-hmm. uh and then a bar fight starts and sanka sees what's fight. going on comes running in uh to to fight and uh they all get in a fight and uh the next scene is them in the hotel room laughing about the whole thing Darice mm-hmm. acting super serious he wasn't there at all mm-hmm. um about how much like how dead they are they're gonna get killed etc and um eventually uh john candy Irv- irving blitzer comes in and tells them like uh i told them you all had like mental illness so they're not pressing charges um but you guys like have you guys have to figure out a way to like pull this around because like this isn't working um and cue to the next montage Mm -hmm. and this Uh, is a good montage they start like kicking butt and stuff 
training and then they, they start turning it around right. and then they do like a qualifying run right right this is the training setting up for the qualifying run yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they f- uh at the end of the montage though is where the the clothing is revealed oh uh, so good yes. the yeah, fucking the, like the glow up they need the new uh, outfits beautiful the, new, the adidas um the adidas ad right really slick do they get the sled here or is that not yet no it's no, it's later they that's they do the, Olympics, the qualifying right? run in the non-painted sled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it probably still guys, smells like Sanka's piss, you know. If you guys are going to mm. act like a real team, you might as well look like one is kind of, I don't remember the yeah. exact line. I but, think that is the yeah. exact line. Yeah, it's something similar. Yeah. Uh, then we get to the qualifying run. They get there and uh, they find out that they have to do two seconds less than what they originally yeah. thought they had to do. Right. This was some... Big time bullshit. Right. When they first arrive, there's the scene with John Candy mm-hmm. and one of the his former colleagues where they say that the the required time has dropped, I think, from 105 to 102, mm-hmm. which is a pretty significant drop. And then they arrive and find out right before the race that it's dropped yeah. another two seconds. How the fuck yeah. is that legal? How is that possible? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, they just—they've got seven this... seconds out of a minute is a long time. <laughs> yeah, so they—they they just everything stacked against them, and it, it's right. like literally they're changing the rules on the fly to work against them. But uh, they do their run and they pull a fifty-nine something, um, fifty-nine point six four maybe yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they make it in, um, and then or or do they? They they make it in. Cue to the next scene. Uh, they're painting and naming the the sled. Um, stir it up, playing in the background. Mm. Um, and what do they name the sled? Coca-Cola. Tallulah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely <laughs> some paid promotion. Oh, paid for promotion Coca-Cola. For Coca-Cola. Yeah, holding uh-huh. the cans with the, the Tallulah bit gets the, me. I think we should name it. Tal- Junior says, "What about Tallulah?" And they all start laughing. They're laughing. And Tonka <laughs> says, "Tallulah, that sounds like a." Two dollar <laughs> and then they're like, "Where'd you even get that name from?" It's my mother's name. It's oh, my mother's name. And John Candy's like, "It's actually a beautiful name." Um, yeah. uh, and then the messenger comes in. Uh, someone with a, a telegram comes in and tells. Uh, basically, the telegram says that they're disqualified for some other um, dumb reason, you know, they don't they didn't or, have a yeah, competition a match. They, they don't really because... find out. So John Candy at the next scene comes crashing into the Bobsled Alliance meeting. Um Great. And, and they're like, "Why are you disqualifying us?" Uh, and they're like, "Well, you guys have no like official runs done before this Olympics." And he says, "Well, in Olympic year, like the qualifying run counts as a qualifying." Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, "Oh, well, we decided to change the rules." Uh, and then uh, it kind of was hinted at before, but we haven't talked about it. Um, Yul Brenner, uh, sorry, John Candy, uh, Irvin Blitzer. Um, sorry, these names. I have them in front of me, and I read the wrong one. <laughs> uh, Irvin Blitzer uh, had his gold medals taken away because he had been caught cheating by hiding weights mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in front of the sled. Um, Those little so, pushcart kids, right? It all so he, makes sense. So he was a disgraced um, bobsledder, um, and we kind of knew that vibe. So he goes in the meeting, and 
uh, he gives an excellent speech. I think I actually had Matt like do it for me once as a birthday present, a monologue. Uh, we we have, we've, yeah. I think you have done it before as well. Actually, uh, it's a great speech. It's a great he, speech. Um, I can't do it off the cuff, unfortunately, but he he just addresses um yeah. the guy who has has sort of been like representing the committee and also has the history with John Candy. It was his old coach. Yeah. Just, Yes. It was his old coach. That's yeah. when that's says, revealed. Don't, yeah. Don't Said, punish like, these guys for for mistakes right. that I made. Punish me, kick me out, but let them sled. They've done the mm. work to get here. They right. gave it their all. They it, wanna they wanna know what it feels like to wave their flag and, and represent mm-hmm. their country. They they are in their right to wave their flag at the because that's what the Olympics are all about. Ugh, the Olympics part. are all about. And then um, he, he he says he has the great line at the end of, um, you know, however many 16 years ago, I forgot that. Don't you go ahead and do the same. Don't forget Ooh. what this is about. Like, and this is a, a historical thing that I wonder about all this, like rule changing and the like lengths to which the Olympics and the other teams go to, to make them unwelcome. I wonder how much of that is true. And I've, I've no idea, but when, so it, I looked into you know, it. Uh, only one percent of the movie is accurate to the real Whoa. story. Holy <laughs> shit! Sounds, uh, yeah, so I think they, there was a Jamaican bobsled team. Is I think like the extent of that's the truth of this movie, right? And it happened around <laughs> that year. Oh, and they did they, crash at. On they the did third. crash, right? right yes. Um, yeah, that. and that's and this is why Frank. I think what you were saying earlier about the kind of like heavy handedness of it, I. So a couple of things. One, this is a kid's movie. So everything is kind of like really ham-fisted or obvious, like the way the East Germans talk to them and treat them. So it is dumbed down for kids. On top of that, it's a movie, you know, made by Disney in the early 90s about Jamaicans. Like they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. For sure. The name name changes that we talked about, I think, demonstrate that. Sure. So combine those things. I wonder, and again, I don't know, but I wonder of all the like othering of them that is in the movie, the East Germans mocking them, the the committee changing stuff to fuck them over. But like I, I wonder if that was kind of invented. I and I really don't know. Yeah, but I don't hearing know. how inaccurate the movie is, I guess I'm not surprised to hear that. Cause I, I don't know, like I'm sure people were surprised to see them. I'm sure. It was a fish out of water thing. All of the other teams in this movie, at least, are white. Most of the the countries that excel at the Winter Olympics tend to be white. A lot of European countries. So I'm sure they stood out, but I I don't know. I also feel like most athletes in that situation are going to treat each other with respect. Right. So right. Yeah. Right. Makes yeah. makes for a great a great John Candy monologue and sure. yeah. a good movie because it creates conflict, but. Yeah, it's you really got to take it with a grain of salt, right? Because because sure. one thing that they were saying in the meeting was like we have the right to not embarrass ourselves on TV, like right, right. exactly. They, they were worried that the Jamaican great would, would embarrass you know the sport. Um, yeah, embarrassment yeah. is actually kind of a theme too because the Jamaicans are also worried about getting embarrassed on the international stage, like the the Jamaican president guy, the, the, of not the president of Jamaica, but the president of the like Olympic, Olympic. commission or whatever. Coolidge. I Barrington think his name Coolidge. is yeah. Barrington Coolidge. His first name is Barrington. Oh, I didn't yes. know that. That's incredible. 
Um, yeah. Anyway, so John yeah. Candy gives a great monologue. Walks out, uh, mm-hmm. sitting in their uh, hotel room waiting uh, for the phone call. Mm-hmm. Get the phone call. You get the classic. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Thanks very much. Um. No reaction. Uh. Phone call. And then uh, he reveals to them that they were let back in. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, now we get to the actual Olympics. Uh, and they move into the uh, athlete housing at the, well, first they, you know, walk uh, with the flag. Beautiful mm-hmm. moment. I honestly mm-hmm. wish I would have seen more of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I could have gone for like a whole flag ceremony. Especially because right. John Candy says how that's like the greatest honor of all. Exactly. Like for for the athletes and I forgot that. And yeah. Yeah. It would have been cool to like savor that moment a little right. bit more and with the them. announcers are kind of like, and from the tiny island of Jamaica, blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and then they go into the uh athlete housing. And then at this point, um Junior's dad shows up to the hotel mm-hmm. and says, Hey, we get like you're get this is dumb. Get out of here. Like, this is stupid. Like I told you we weren't doing this. You got to leave. And um, he's like, okay, fine. And then as dad's getting in the elevator, he sees himself in the mirror. And he asks his dad, like, dad, what what do you see when you you look at me? And um, his dad tells, and, you know, this goes back to the bar, pride, Mm -hmm. power, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, And he asks his dad, what do you you see? And his dad says, I see a lost little boy who doesn't know what's best for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and all this stuff, and Junior stands up for himself and is like, "I'm not a lost little boy. Like my team needs me. Like I know what I want. This is what I want, and I'm not leaving. I can't let them down. Stand, stand right. I'm staying right here." Uh, and his dad is floored. The elevator door closes. Um, and Junior was in the hallway listening to the whole thing, and Yul tells Brenner. him, "Yule Brenner was in the hallway <laughs> listening okay. to the whole thing." <laughs> And says, like junior, there. yeah leaning there junior you're a badass mother oh that's awesome great moment it's really... which is weird because i didn't know he had any kids what oh mm, no he's not literally a mother right? oh, oh, a... oh come on yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. a disney movie they can't say motherfucker oh right? but we can say it on this pod oh yeah. although when that movie was on the disney asshole they, they do say asshole that's yeah true. but yeah. on the like they changed the speech uh, when it was on like Disney Channel and stuff. Oh, yeah. Really? The, the, the badass mother who don't take care yeah, of bad Bama Jamma or something. It was so bad. Yeah. It was bad. It's um, a good, the the moment him seeing, Junior seeing himself in the mirror, it's such a good like visual callback. The the movie had some right. fun little well, he, like, and then he whispers. moments yeah. like that. Yeah, he whispers he, pride. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> weird advertisement popped i was trying to no 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 worries um i'm not, I'm not doing any more research live anymore <laughs> um so what comes next pedro they um, do their first run right they do their first run and uh Rough. they get out there uh Dries, uh starts smacking them in the head tells them how the swiss does it uh, and then goes and counts them off in German, uh, like mm-hmm. the Swiss does. And uh, they get on the sled, but it, they were very slow. Mm-hmm. And um, 
they finish like in last place. Um, and uh, Irvin Blitzer, Irv, uh, the coach, tells them like, I've taught you guys everything you need to know about the sport, but you guys have to learn how to get loose out there because you were just wound up and tight. Um, you guys have to figure that out. Um, so he leaves the room and then Doris tries to get into, he's like, ah, when the Swiss, uh, do this. And then everyone, uh, the other team members are like, ah, we, we don't want to hear about the Swiss. Forget anymore. about the Swiss. Yeah. Um, and then which is totally like, fair. Cause they just right. got there. What? Like a week ago, maybe. And he's like, oh right. man, the fucking Swiss. They're the best. Oh, they're like, so good. Right. Like, um, all right, settle down, dude. <laughs> and here's probably Sanka's best scene. Yeah. Is where he uh, stands up to Doris and's like, uh, you know, some funny lines in there. You know, they make them little pocket knives too. Um, but uh, he tells them essentially uh, the Swiss way isn't the best way for us. Um, and uh, we shouldn't be copying all, anyone else's style. Um and Doris goes off on that. It's like pushing a, a push cart down a is a mountain isn't a style. And Sanka comes back. If we look Jamaican, talk Jamaican, and is Jamaican, then we sure as hell better bobsled Jamaican. Mm-hmm. Well, I've known you for a long time. Um, like she saw you dingling. Yes. Yeah, yeah, dingling. That line, great, great dingling. <laughs> Since line. Julie Jeffries saw you dingling. Saw you dingling. Jeffries saw you dingling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fast forward. Not really. Next scene, next cut. They're back at um, the Olympics, and they come in singing the song from the right. uh, busking. Um, Great. Great scene. And, it's a real Remember the Titans. And yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the same trope, actually. We got to be ourselves. Next scene. Mm-hmm. Right. The Disney singing movie. a song. Waving, mm-hmm. smiling. Um, they give Irv uh, a Jamaican beanie like tie-dye uh, or yeah. Jamaican flag colors, very colorful. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, respect. No, I don't know. They they always say that at the, at the beginning of a run. And then this time around, we didn't talk about this before, but uh, before the push cart, Sanka always had a sailing, uh, feel the rhythm, feel the right, get mm-hmm. on up. It's push cart it's time. It's push cart time. Yeah. And then at this, at this stage, he reveals that he changed the thing. Feel the rhythm, feel the right. Get on up! It's bobsled time, and they go down, and Ooh, they smash. They smash the run, and throughout the whole run, uh, they splice in real footage. By the way, um, and you we see the Jamaicans in their town watching and getting Which super is fun. psyched. Yeah, uh, they showed fun. them throughout uh, the first run, and they were disappointed. And in this one, they're super excited. And the announcers go, where Where do these guys come from? And and the whole town's like, Jamaica. And they're so psyched to see, you know, see them up there. And then at the end, the, the announcers are just floored by how well they did. Um, and um, they had a great run. And they had the potential to come back uh, on their third run and, and get a medal. Um, so, yeah, that that's the part. Uh, next, yeah, it's the it's that's that's a big moment though because right. how the movie ends, it's it's like their big moment of that's like the peak of their performance as a bobsled right. team. 
Correct. They, it's like this magical run. It's good enough that it balances out the shitty run that they had just before. They ran faster like than the Swiss did. Like, yeah. They, yeah. I, I think they set the best time for that second run. So they're, they have all the momentum. They're suddenly this like attractive underdog rather than this weird outlier. And, and there's this big, big moment right before that last run. Right. So uh, the scene in between the runs is um, Doris in his hotel room staring at um, photos of um, like the turns. Mm -hmm. And this is a callback to an earlier scene that uh, we didn't talk about. But um, Sanka originally thought he was going to be the driver. The driver, yeah. <laughs> um, because he drove the push cart. And Irv uh, made the case for how important it is for the driver and, and how much work it is and that while everyone's out at a bar drinking or whatever, he's the driver's staying back looking at photos of studying, um, the, turns. The studying turns. So Doris is, you know, studying turns. Um, the other hand, uh, Irv comes in to ask him if he wants to go out with the guys to get some food. And he says, no, I'm going to stay behind, but I did have something to ask you. And he was like, you had a gold medal. You had it all. Uh, why did you then decide to go because he had won a gold medal without cheating mm -hmm. um and, yeah, and the cheating he, came after he won the two cheating gold came medals. right and then um why'd you cheat why'd you cheat and he says you don't have to answer if you don't want to but you know i just don't get it and then irving explains to him um that a gold medal is a a beautiful thing uh and when you make winning your your whole life um like you like what does he say um, help me out here. There's, uh, I, I love where Irv, Irv tries to explain it. And right. he's like, do you, you understand? And Doris says, no, coach, I don't understand. You right. had it all. You had yeah. everything. Why Why would you risk it? And that's when, when Irv, or it ends with this great line. Right. About, a gold medal is a beautiful thing, but if you're not enough with one, you'll never be enough without one. And this is kind of an admission that like Irv doesn't feel like he's enough as a person. And that's why he mm -hmm. had to cheat. Mm -hmm. um, and Doris goes, how will I know if I'm enough? And uh, Irv tells him, when you cross that finish line, you'll know. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a great moment. Um, so, uh, yeah, fast forward to their last. I don't know why I keep saying fast forward because these are like very quick Next cuts. Scene. <laughs> so like, as the movie progressed. Right. Literally a second later, uh -huh. um, they're at uh, the race. The announcers uh, reveal oh that God. they're wearing um, these fair weather motherfuckers. Yeah, they're <laughs> classic. They're wearing Jamaican fever uh, bobsled shirts mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, after they've been shitting on them like, like the, the whole time. But they they had a good run. They had good energy, uh, and they they mentioned that like everyone's loving that they're there. So they have their run, which goes off to like a great start. But we get a great um, shot of a bolt on one of their axles, I don't know, sleds. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what you call it. Yeah. And uh, a cable's rubbing up against this bolt, and, and eventually it comes off. And um, they can't control the sled anymore, and it tips over, and it crashes like really badly. Like yeah. their heads are hitting the sides. It's such a rough scene to right. watch. And it's that's like, real footage. Ugh, ugh. So that actually happened. Um, 
And then at the Maybe end, they were sabotaged. Maybe so that's after, part of the story they don't. Do you talk, think oh, Sanka the East, the East Germans? The East Germans. Do you think Sanka uh, pissed his pants again? I wouldn't judge him in this. Well, in so this particular actually, instance. this kind of so that's like one of the like Sanka would always talk about you know pissing himself and uh, you dead man anytime they crash or anything. Mm -hmm. So after they like slide on their side for you know half the run and and the sled stops, Sanka goes Therese, you dead man. And the response is always Yaman, like as a joke. But this time he says, "No, I'm not dead." Mm -hmm. um, and he takes his helmet off and, the race. and he goes, "I have to finish the race." It's so good, and that's and that's when there's that that like POV shot that mirrors the earlier one when after he trips in the trial sprint at the very beginning, staring at, the, at finish. the finish yeah. line, and yeah, and you see and, a bunch of workers like running down um, the, ice. the ice to help them. And then coming through them, through the, you know, and the camera shot is the four of them carrying the sled on mm -hmm. their shoulders because mm -hmm. they have like probably a hundred meters to go, you know, yeah. as far as the length of the sprinting, the, mm -hmm. the, the length of the sprint takes and, a little longer when you're carrying the sled though. And at yeah. this point, a 600 pound uh, sled. Yeah. At this point, the East German, the biggest asshole in the movie starts probably the most memorable slow clap in movie I, history i think it's the most it iconic a, i think it i i don't know if it invented the slow clap in movies right. but it's like for me it's a great example. It, it invented yeah. the slow clap and it's yeah it's totally it's a hundred percent like straight faced legit slow clap yeah right and uh the x u the u.s coach that uh didn't like irv is also in on the clap very early clapping. on uh and then everyone one thing that really bothers side note bothers me about that clap is it obviously was two takes and the tempo of it changes between the early it, takes. So it gets faster and then it goes down to slower and then gets mm, faster again. And uh, that bothers me. Like as a I, you know, a I, I couldn't place it so specifically, but I I feel exactly what you're talking about. That clap has always seemed really unnatural to me too. There's a big pause between one of them. It slows down and then ramps up again. Uh, uh, the best the best moment of this like the clap is nice right but as they're getting closer and closer to the finish line you're seeing like people in the crowd mm -hmm. and this is my favorite part of all time go for it take it uh as uh they get close to the finish line junior looks over to his left and sees his dad is standing there man i'm getting choked up talking about it beautiful, uh, man this <laughs> let it go man. He, he sees his dad standing there and his dad smiles and opens his jacket up and he's wearing the Jamaican fever shirt. Mm. Um, and yeah, that part just gets me every time. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. Um, something about like pride and, and dads being pride, like prideful yes. in, or sports, proud of their yeah. accepting their sports, son for who they are. Sports yeah. movies yeah. specifically like gets me every time. Yeah. Um, and that puts the biggest smile on um, Junior's face. Uh, they cross the finish line. Uh, Irv comes down, gives them a big hug. They're all very happy of what they were able to accomplish. Uh, East German guy comes and congratulates them and says, you know, I'll see you in four years. Uh, and then they all take well, a photo. Except you won't because East Germany ain't going to exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, joke's on you, East Germany. Uh, they take a photo together and the movie ends with... Uh, the Olympic director pinning a photo up on there on his board of with all the other Olympic uh, triumphs. 
and, and there's also a, a good hug between Doris and Irv where he thanks him so much. But yeah, going back to the junior and his dad, that that part is the one that, is that just your, like is that your favorite yeah. moment? Oh my movie? god, yeah. I mean, if I need to cry, like I mean, I you know I won't ball, but like that can make me teary eyed anytime. Absolutely. I even got teary eyed talking about it right there. Yeah, I, I don't you know got why. me teary eyed. Oh just man, watching you talk about it. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful moment. Just it the is. junior, the junior and Yule arc is just so good. It's great. Um, we didn't talk enough about Yule, but you know he was very angry the whole movie yeah and his relationship with junior you know r allowed him to to open up and and be a team player and mm -hmm. and he loved those guys by the end of the movie he kisses sanka's lucky egg yeah before the final run he does He's like uh -huh. let me see your stupid little egg yeah um so the, the emotion of that moment like it's so much, you know, it's about the scenes between Junior and his dad through the whole movie. But this moment is also notable because this is the Zimmer moment and the music mm, I know. does so much. And mm -hmm. it's it's a big part of why it's so emotional because it's right. even though they, you know, quote unquote, lose the race, they're certainly not going to get a medal. It really feels like the kind of victory that matters. You know, when when mm -hmm. John Candy talks, gives that speech about what the Olympics are really about. Like, that's what it's about. It's about representing your country well and being proud of how you perform there. And they, whatever their time is, whatever medals they don't take home, do take home. That right. is, is what's most important. Right. And the movie ends with some text about them coming back like in four years as equals. Which, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. But, you know, they did come back. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, well, hey, let's let's come back to a time-honored tradition on this show uh, as we reach the end of this glorious episode on Cool Runnings. Pedro, what we Ooh. like to do at the end of these movies, we like to uh, to honor a hooper of the movie, uh, mm -hmm. maybe nominate a pooper for the movie, and mm -hmm. uh, and and we we will rate this movie. I think I think let's just be straightforward here. Out of five bobsleds. Um, okay. so, uh, Pedro, you can get us started here if you want to, but you can no, also it, pass if you want somebody yeah, else. Let me see how you guys do it. Uh, okay. and then, and then let me go, Matt, later. why don't you go first? Okay. Yeah. I, Hooper of this movie, th there's a lot of really good performances in this movie. One of the things I, I wanted to talk about researching this movie, I saw some like casting what ifs that I thought were really interesting. Mm. And so, and I'll throw a couple of these out actually. So, Disney wanted Kurt Russell to play John Candy's part. Interesting. Mm. Would have hated it. Yeah. And, I and think they eventually, it, yeah, they get Russell later yeah, on. They, they get him eventually for a for sports miracle. movie. But they wanted Kurt Russell. Candy insisted on playing the part and took a pay cut so that he would be cast. Whoa. He just, Way to go, Harden. John Candy. He, wow. pulled a, he pulled a James Harden on that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then for the bobsledders, two interesting guys that were considered, Cuba Gooding Jr. and Jeffrey Wright. Oh, interesting. Just would have been a very different movie because the four guys in the movie have a great chemistry with each other, with John Candy. And I think my Hooper, I've been going back and forth on this. I think it's, it's Derice. I. It's who? Oh, Derice. Okay. I, yeah. Derice. I... 
I love all of these characters. Sank is so funny. John Candy is great in the movie. We've talked a lot about Junior and Yul Brenner. But I, in the end, I always come back to Doris because his arc of wanting to be at the Olympics, wanting to, you know, walk with the flag and represent his country, the history with his dad. He's just kind of the center that everything revolves around. And I, I don't know. He's always the character that sticks out to me. And he is as much as anyone the main character. But um, I don't know. I just always am moved by like how kind of like subtle his performances. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just I, I think I think he brings a lot to the role without being like show you're standing out a lot. So I'll give it to him. Hooper, I guess East Germany. Um, you know, I'll <laughs> just the entire I'll country. Take a, I'll take a cue from Disney and just, you know, take pot shots at a at an easy target. I'll say East Germany. <laughs> and oh, it's man, it's pressure being the first one to rate it out of five bobsleds. I love this movie. I'm not gonna give it five bobsleds. I'm gonna give it four and a half, though. Wow. Uh, that's a that's a very good score. I think, and I'm I'm curious to see. I, I wonder. I think we might have a decent range actually in this group. We'll see. But this movie has lots of flaws. This movie is, um, yeah, it's not a perfect movie by any means. So this is definitely a nostalgia rating to some extent. But like, it does still hit. Like those moments that we talked about are still emotional. It's Disney, it's manipulative, but it fucking works on me at least in this sure. case. The humor, the heart. It's like like we said at the top, it's comfort food. So I'll go four and a half. Nice. I love it. Uh Greg, why don't you go next, my friend? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a four out of five at the very least. Um, it's definitely the best bobsledding movie ever. Yes, Easily. I think we can. Easily. I think we can comfortably say that. Yeah, yeah. A five. It would have been a five. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Some of the slapstick stuff. It's not that it doesn't age well. It's not like inappropriate or anything. But no, just like, I think I would have liked to see a little more serious. That's just me, though. I like the. I like the serious stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, but um, I would I would have changed one thing. I would have had it that they would have been more prepared by the time they got to Canada the first time. They were just so embarrassingly yeah. bad. Like yeah. couldn't even do anything. And it was just like it's like that's the part that bothers me. It's like they there's they're Olympia Olympic athletes. That's a really good point. Without man. the yeah. you know, so let's give like let's show that clouds. part of it. Give yeah. me some shots of them really pushing the car. Like, damn, they are fucking fast. Like but we just, you know, what are the things that they can't do? And that could have been more the montage stuff of just a little like getting into the car, closing the thing, and that car, but the sled, you know, running on ice, you know. But whatever. <laughs> Greg, Greg, what you're what you're saying, I think, is actually really interesting though, because another thing I learned about this movie is it had a different director attached initially and was conceived as a sports drama. Mm-hmm. But then that director, for one reason or another, was dropped. They brought on someone mm-hmm. new and pivoted to more of like a kid's comedy. Yeah, and that's fine. And it's, I mean, it, you know, that's why it Very holds. I think movie. that's why it last, you know, was was able to last so long because it was. That's a good point. Because of the good, kid, good business decision it, by know? Disney. Yeah, very smart, very smart. Hooper, 
I kind of go with Junior. I think Junior has a really nice arc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They all kind of are trying to find out who they are without the metal, but they all want them. That's the that's the real metaphor. Or that's the real theme, right? Like the metal is not what's really most important, but why did you chase it? You know, what got you there? Mm-hmm. That's what. And Junior's got this life handed to him by his dad, who he mentions later was like, my dad was broke. He was poor, you know, but he, cause he believed himself now he's rich and whatever. So he, he does look up to his dad a lot, but he he wanted to find his way too. You know, he didn't want his dad to just hand it to him. So that's a nice arc. And I like the way he comes around and he's always supporting, uh, Yul Brenna, even though he hates, he hates him. So he's definitely my Hooper. He also, I think I was telling Pedro, I think he was like 19 when they filmed this. Like the Holy actor. shit, really? Like I was I could wow. be, I might have done the wrong math on that. But if somebody can fact check that for me, because here on the hoops crew, we we speak facts only. Absolutely. So if someone can fact check his, his age. So we got Pooper. It's gonna <laughs> He was 19. He was 19. Wow. Okay, I did the math. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that great? That is great. I mean, wild. that's that's a hard part for honestly. Like, yeah. there's some big hitters in the movie. He did great. Um, poop. Oh fuck, pooper. I was gonna say. Uh, I was gonna say the East German guy. Did somebody say that already? Or no? Yeah, Matt did say that, but oh, you did. But I mean, yeah, he's he's. A big I know. I'll give I, it said, to, um, I said the country. So if you want to do the guy, no, no, I'm gonna give it to um the uh what's his name? What's the Mr. The, Coolidge? His, no, no, Irv. He, he yells at the guy. The, oh, the uh, John like, Candy. Kurt. John Candy. Uh, no, he's talking about the the Kurt. Uh, Kurt, uh, Olympic, right? Kurt. Yeah, Kurt. Oh. Olympic committee guy. Yeah, that guy was. Yeah, trash. yeah he's And then for dick. him to start slow clapping, like get the hell out of here, man. You don't <laughs> yeah. have to pretend like, oh man, this really taught me. That yeah. was the thing that bothered me too was that he had to learn something. Like I don't think he should. I would have preferred he just stood there and didn't clap and just felt like shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a better lesson. Like I'm gonna go home, man. Fuck, man. I really fucked up earlier. Disney movie. But him mm. having to clap, like, dude, I no, yeah, it's just. Yeah. All right. That's it. Uh, Pedro, uh, could we hear your? Oh wait, Greg, did you give? Oh, you did. You did. You said yeah, four, four bobs. Four bobs. Um, four bobs. Oh, and my favorite line. I didn't say my favorite line was. Oh, okay. Sanka says, "Man, that no one's had this much fun in a sled since Santa Claus." <laughs> <laughs> that's a great. It was kind of like under the, you know, like it didn't right. like look. It wasn't like. You kind of heard it if you were paying attention, but right, that's great. Uh, Pedro, our yeah. guest of honor, oh, thank uh, you. you did an incredible job recapping this movie for us. Thank you I so much for that. It went a little long there, not at all. No, memory. no, yeah. it's a, it's it, it was wonderful. I gotta know though, what is your bobsled score for this move, movie, and who are your hooper and or pooper for this movie? I mean, it's definitely a five out of five bobsleds wow. for me. Wow. Uh, I don't know what other movie would be better than five bobsleds. Um, mm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like Matt said, there are you know issues with the movie. Some sure. things don't make sense. Sure. Uh, but uh, it's a movie that I will never not want to watch the whole thing of. And mm-hmm. it's a movie where if someone else is like, I want to watch it or I haven't seen it, I will always jump to to watch it. I've only met one person in my life who didn't like the movie. Um, oh. I who know. who is this person? Should they are? You, should you... 
I can I can at them. Uh, okay. One of my brother-in-laws um, does not like this movie. First, actively reason. dislikes the movie. Yeah, I don't Are understand German, uh, for what. Yeah, is he, I, he's German. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, but Pedro, that may that may be grounds for divorce. Just so you yeah, right. yeah. I, I, it must be ignorance. They must have just saw it when they were young. Or in a remember bad the, mood or something. Remember or... the slapstick, think yeah. it's dumb, and, and don't know how deep the movie is. Um, my Hooper and Pooper are, me and Greg are one and the same. Uh, we are the same people. Um, mm-hmm. Some of you don't know that, but uh, Junior by far is my Hooper. Um, his story arc uh, gets me every time. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. Um, Therese also... I mean, they all have great arcs. They all do. Um, I almost kind of wanted to, after Greg said Junior, I wanted to switch over to Yule because his arc is great too. Uh, angry guy who, you know, just wanted to get out of Jamaica, didn't want to be friends with anybody. And at the end, um, you know, did. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Junior. Um, just my favorite storyline. Because uh, he's a, you know he gains a lot of strength in the movie. He's shy, um, timid, uh, awkward in the beginning. And, and by the end, he's, he's got some, some pride inside. Uh, and then Pooper, I, I'm going to go with, uh, Kurt or, you know, the entire, um, bobsled, um, alliance as they're called, um, for constantly changing the rules up on, on them. And, and making their already difficult job much harder than it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the East German is a, is a close second, but he did start the slow clap and mm-hmm. rather like, than like jumping on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, right. He started the whole thing and congratulated them at the end. Um, and, and, you know, Sometimes you got to be an asshole when you're being competitive and, and it's easy to pick on the new guys and, and the guys who aren't going to do well. And, and I think, you know, maybe, maybe he grew as, as an East German, uh, soon to be German. Um, that might so, have what would help them break the walls down. Honestly. Right. That's um, probably what he yeah, saw gave that, him he saw the, the courage said, to break the wall. What? Yeah. What are we doing? That's a good right. point. Yeah. He took his bobsled and started beating the wall with it, smashing you know? the wall yeah. down. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, I just thought, yeah. can can the name of this episode be Jamaica? We have a pop podcast team, or is that? Yeah, mm. absolutely. Or is yeah. that no? Because we don't have any listeners in Jamaica yet, as far as we know. Yeah, this I'll could change the game yeah. for that. This, this, this is, is maybe going to change that. I think so. Big. We time. might do a hashtag Jamaica. Get on up! It's podcast time. Get on up. It's podcast. Up, it's Todd. Mm-hmm. Feel, mm-hmm. feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Is it feel the, is it rhyme or I b- rhyme? I believe it's rhyme. Or that's how I've always it heard it. It's the rhyme. Rhythm and rhyme. Yeah, rhyme. rhyme. Feel the rhythm. Oh, okay. okay. Feel the rhyme. Get on up. It's bobsled time. Okay. What? Oh, running. Sorry. What, what was your favorite song in the movie? A lot of the movie is. Oh, that's a good question. Remade songs in in reggae form. That's or, a really good question. Or Let me look at the remade, list again. Remade songs in general, like <sighs> "Stir It Up." Um. Yeah. Well, I saw. I went to the movies la- last night. Actually, 
and saw uh, the Megalodon 2, the Meg 2. Oh, how was it? But I was five out of five Megs. Great. Ladons. But there was a trailer <laughs> for the uh, Bob Marley movie that's coming out. Like, after watching Cool Runnings and seeing that trailer, I was like, Oof. serious stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Stir It Up would be my favorite track from the movie, looking at my, the list. For um, sure. I, so my bobsled rating, I'm, you know, there's four of us. There's, there, I feel like we are kind of a bobsled team. You Ooh. know, who's, who's, who? who's who? Yeah, who's who? We buried the lead. No, I don't think know. I'm the Yul Brenner. No, I think you're Sanka. What Interesting. The hell? Yeah. I could see Sanka's that. He's a great character. He's a great no, I, I and was you've always about got more the jokes. Okay. I, yeah. And you're on the break. You you've, you've been pulling the jokes out. Yeah. You have your notepad. Yeah. I do write down jokes. But I, so, I thought so it was. I, so that makes me Yule and Frank Dereese. Oh, that no, I think, I think Matt is Dereese. I think Pedro is Junior. And I think I'm Yule Brenner, obviously. <laughs> yeah. okay. I was going to say yeah. Frank is Dereese for wow. you know driving the podcast. There you wow. go. Exactly. That's wow. what I'm thinking. Um, well, Pedro, you kind of drove this podcast. I hate to. Um, I apologize. You know? No, I loved it. Are you kidding? <laughs> Man, you needed it. It's great. It. Yeah. Um, I needed it. it. <laughs> I needed it. Uh, I mean, I love Junior, so I want to be him. Um, I, but, think you're you know, I think you're Junior. I think you're Junior. I don't have any like dad pride issues, though. So I never That's understood true. why like those moments always hit me that hard. But it's just because it's, it's deep in there. You got to go to therapy. Yeah. And pull it yeah, off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so, I mean, that just, and I mean, Matt, Matt could be my, you know, my Yule. Matt's psyched uh, me up. Yeah, that's, that's, you that's, know, that's yeah. Best man at my wedding. Hey. Oh, that's big, true. That, you know, maybe. And, and surly. That's right. Yes. You're very surly. We, we, the, when Pedro and I met, we were in a, uh, Hundred meter sprint to qualify for the Olympics, and right. he fell and tripped me. Oh, right. Yes. There's uh-huh. that. Right. I always forget about I've, that. I forgot about that. And Frank, you were there too, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. 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 The year that we almost. Oh, uh, yeah. Qualified. That's right. So, yeah, I think that works. Um, I give this movie four bobsleds. I think it's an okay. excellent movie. I think it's, and I think what I learned from doing this podcast is that this is a movie you got to watch. With your friends. This is a friendship movie. This is a movie about being good friends, what it means to be a good friend, um, being friends with each other, maintaining a relationship with your father. It's all about the relationships, just like all these sports movies. It's all Mm -hmm. about relationship with with uh with each other. And uh to that point, I, I I gotta give out my Hooper and Pooper now. And they're related to the same person. I'm going to go with my pooper first. It's Sanka for pissing his pants. I just feel okay. like it's poor Aww. form. I, I feel like he could have held it. And I mm-hmm. feel like he, I feel like he should have gone before he got into the bobsled. They or tried his the, helmet on before. Or or tried his helmet on. I feel like Sanka right. was, mm-hmm. yeah. was, I feel like he wasn't totally ready for that moment, you know? Um, in the way that I needed him to be. Uh, no disrespect, Greg. But I also get got to give my Hooper to Sanka for the lucky mm. egg. Because I think the lucky egg 
I can't prove this, but I'm pretty sure that that's the reason why it all happens. You know, mm-hmm. I, that's that's what gets them from Jamaica to Calgary. It's what has them qualify. You know, has has them do that excellent um, run at the end there. So that egg fried, honestly, absolutely, yeah. It fried. Very nice, Greg. Right. Yeah. That's great. So I just want to keep right looking on the sunny moment. side up, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. So um, I know it's a kind of scrambles things to have sure. my Hooper and my Pooper sure. be on the same person, but um, I hope it well, went over easy. At least. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. That's all the time we have, uh, <laughs> yeah. folks. Uh, um, if you made it this far, you are the Hooper. Yeah, yeah. the true Hooper. Godspeed, listeners. If you're still with us, this I think has been our. They could have watched the whole movie, movie instead. Episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it's better. We had actually, the whole Lito's conversation the whole, at the beginning. Yeah, maybe you cut that yeah. out for time. Yeah. Nah. No, we'll spin that. That we could maybe cut that into its own episode. Actually, yeah, it could be its own episode. In we fact, we should probably yeah, bring you back. Episode. Yeah, bring me. We back should for that. eat some Lito's and then. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. If you guys ever do a baseball movie or something, fuck yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What What would you want to Which What would you want to come back for? Moneyball. Uh, I mean the that rookie. is a great movie. Uh, rookie. The rook The rookie is my favorite baseball movie. Wow. I would rather watch that than Moneyball. So I'm down. I mean, Moneyball. I've never is seen the great. Yeah. Great. Pedro had told me once that Moneyball is the reason he got into baseball as an adult. Like, like in the way that he did, like, right. He, I like Peter baseball. became like a diehard Nats fan after For he sure. saw Moneyball. Yeah. And I've and never I, seen it. So that oh, to me wow. is a very big endorsement because, uh, because Pedro is one of the best Nats fans I know. Pedro and I went to the world series together. We sat with each other at the world series when the Nats were in the world series. So, you know, I, I take that Great very times. seriously that this yeah. is a movie that's meaningful to Pedro. But if you want a movie, I don't know. I mean, Moneyball is probably the best baseball movie there is, but The Rookie is probably my favorite uh, baseball movie. Is that Joseph Gordon-Levitt? No, 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 no. So you're thinking Rookie of the Year? Yes. No, sorry. Uh, It is Rookie of the Year, right? No, that's the movie where the kid breaks his arm. Yes. What is young Joseph Gordon-Levitt in? Oh, Angels in in the Outfield. Angels in the Outfield is Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, yeah. The rookie is uh, what's his face? Um, Dennis Quaid. It's Dennis Quaid. Quaid yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like frequency Dennis Quaid. Wow. The it's, parent it's traps not, Dennis Quaid. Yes, that yeah, one. Wow. It's a movie about a dude in his forties who used to be good at baseball wow. who gets a shot to try again. Wow. Yeah. I've never seen this. Brian Cox is in it. Yeah. Huh. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, Let's do that at some point. I'd love that. All right. Well, anytime. All right. Let me know. All right. All right. Well, I mean, if, by the time this finishes, I mean, <laughs> let's put it on right now. <laughs> yeah, keep it rolling. We'll go another yeah, keep keep two hours. We'll do another a live watch along. No, but th- yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was it was a blast. We loved having you, yeah. Pedro. Thank you so much for joining yeah, this us. Was great. Uh, does anybody have Pedro? Do you want to plug anything, or do you want to? Uh, oh, I don't. Do you have any other closing thoughts from the movie? Anything else from your notes that you you want to end on here? Um. So, uh, a lot of uh, the shots from from the racing is uh, from the movie. Uh, 
that is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you, anybody should read up about how accurate the real story is to um, the current story. And I think uh, an important ending point is that uh, they, I don't remember all the years, but uh, they, this was the 88 Olympics, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. then they also went to 1992. And mm-hmm. I don't know if they ever went again. Oh wow! Uh, really? Until they never got to go as equals. Then, damn. No, they went as equals in '92. Oh. Maybe in '94 again because they were. Um, that was the two-year gap. Right. Uh, but then the previous Winter Olympics, it was the first time that they came back. So. Oh. Um. Recently, they they made a big deal about it. Um. And it kind of gave a resurgence to the movie, and they like referenced the movie the whole time that they were introducing You're- these. You are totally right. So they they were, I'm looking this up now. The two man bobsled team uh, was in 92, 94, 98, 2002, 2014, and 2022. There you right. go. Yeah. And then a women's then the, team debuted in 2018, apparently. Wow. Yeah. And then the the four man, there was even oh, a bigger yeah. gap. And that's what we right. see in the movie. So the four men did go throughout the 90s, but then between 98 and 2022, they didn't appear. So, like you said, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. 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 So that's 24 years. Huh. Yeah. How about that? Hey, a lot of the guys from the original team, Dudley Stokes and Chris Stokes in, per- in particular, were on the 1988 team, the 92 team, 94 team, and the 98 team. Yeah. So whole, whole decade basically. Those two guys have a lot of good stories to tell, I bet. Yeah. Um you can watch uh on YouTube the actual crash and um them and what happens with them. Oh wow. Wow. So they don't actually carry the sled. Um they kind of walk beside it, right? Yeah, they walk yeah. beside it. Um yeah, because it's fucking hard to lift a fucking so six hundred pound bobsled. Are you fucking with kidding knives me? on the bottom yeah, of them? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? You know what? That bobsled wouldn't do though. It wouldn't cut corners. All right, that's all the hey. time we have time Ooh. for, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. This is and you are the Hoops Crew. As I always say, Seacrest out. Thanks so much for joining us. We will see you next week for a league of their own. Bye. Thanks, Pedro, for joining us. We love you. Bye. I'm getting the hell out of here. Uh-